0: Hi, everyone. This is Maxine Ryan with Prosper Podcast, and today's guest is Sigil Wen, who is the co-founder of BitSwap, the social token exchange. Sigil is also doing a human IPO when he turns 18 this August through the Sigil token. I thought it'd be great to have him on Prosper Podcast to discuss how personal tokens can create a win-win community for Web 3.0 and change what it means to invest in one another. So, Sigil, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me on I'm pumped for today
0: yeah yeah it's like I think um I saw you on I start every podcast like this I'm always like oh I saw you on Twitter but I did see you on Twitter and I think you made this like badass post about you know making a sigil token and when you turn 18 you're going to like basically human IPO yourself I can't get into I can't wait to get more into that but you know you describe yourself as a creative creative wizard what does that exactly mean
1: Yeah. So um, I think uh, I say that because I think one of my strongest suits is being able to like whoop up things from a creative aspect. Uh, I grew up with a lot of anxiety. And when I went to high school, uh, I actually couldn't really speak in front of anyone without reading off a script. And so that was like really difficult especially when everyone in you know the entire grade was like presenting without you know reading and so what i did instead it was that i turned to like making youtube videos uh and then presenting them in front of class because i could then like make a bunch of ex- mistakes in front of the camera edit them all out and then put together some sort of co- coherent uh, video and so that trained me over and over um and each video was a new opportunity to explore something new and in- created like I just love YouTube like I love um watching like these different creators and what I really like to do was to parody them so I parody like Vsauce um odds ones out like ASAP Science like some of my favorite YouTubers yeah. and I looked at like what specifically they um how they created their videos and styles and I'm like okay using my limited tools um how can I you know uh be able to actuate something similar to to what they've created and so that process repeated over hundreds of videos led to me being like Uh, really great at just looking at a video and saying like, hey, okay, I have an idea now uh, within my head, uh, like how to exactly create that with, you know, now I have like basically all of the industry softwares to to create videos. Um, And like this skill set and creative mentality also translated to other fronts. Now it's moving into like, you know, like software development, like design and all sorts of domains.
0: That's so cool. Um, I always love hearing people's background of like how they got to A to B. And so much of the time, their talent and skill has come from overcoming something. And yeah, I think that's like a such a great solution. So how did you get into coding specifically from creating YouTube videos?
1: Yeah. So I think it's like, you know, um, I naturally in high school was just like got really great at videos. and. Had a lot of specific knowledge here, which is what, like, Naval likes to talk about a lot. And I really leveraged that to then pursue startups and technology. I mean, a lot of my friends and a lot of peers get into tech through, okay, let's, I'm like a programmer. But um, what I did instead of was that I got what I was naturally really great at and what I just loved to do, and then used it to pursue different technological opportunities. So I leveraged to like internet, like a blockchain. A VC fund uh, worked for mm-hmm. like uh, did marketing for, like Justin Kahn uh, worked at like this YC startup and that just brought me so much more exposure to further technologies and along the side you know um, I like went to hackathons as like a designer and that's kind of where I've picked up more so on the software development of the side though I think uh, ultimately um, I'm all, always going to be a creative guy um, and yeah like that's just like what I really like.
0: That's so cool. It's like actually, like, the more people that I'm talking to, the more I realize it's like more designers are becoming founders. And I think that's really important because sometimes that kind of design aspect that usually is used to bridge like tech and like the user experience is typically not there. Um, and yeah, like it's such a great, I think, evolve yeah, it's like evolving into like something different now. But, you know, when did you first hear about cryptocurrency? Um, You know, I know that you're like turning 18 this year. And I wonder if like your introduction to the cryptocurrency space was actually through Ethereum.
1: I think it was either through Bitcoin or Ethereum. Um, So I came from, so in high school, I joined this uh, innovation program called the Knowledge Society. And there they basically exposed a lot of teenagers to emerging technologies. Um, One, like one thing there was like, blockchain but to be honest like to be completely honest i first came across cryptocurrencies and like blockchain i thought it was so boring i'm like because i'm not (laughs) too like interested in like so much of like the nitty-gritty financial stuff to be honest i know like prosper you guys do a lot of that stuff but i just like it wasn't in my paradigm i think like throughout my life um i've i've done like a lot i worked a lot of positions and jobs i've made like money but never for the sake of money and so it didn't really click so crypto as a whole like you know i knew about it maybe in like 2017 but uh it wasn't until like 2020 or like even 2021 that i really got into crypto i was kind of had it uh like on me through like a coinbase account and maybe like these different wallets from hackathons and like running at different places and getting free crypto well yeah that was the extent of it until like very recently when it kind of just clicked for me like holy cow like this is the future like it's not just yeah. about like the financial stuff. As I see more of like the social, the the creative side of things, I'm like, damn, like this this tech is, uh, its applications are, I think it's just going to change society as a whole.
0: Yeah, so I think like that was something that I've definitely been seeing change over time where like the conversation has really changed from, you know, finance and how it's going to like disrupt, you know, banking and all that sort of stuff to how it's going to change the societal fabric that we all operate on. And this brings me to my next question, which is like, you know, you're building BitSwap at the moment and that's a social token exchange place on top of BitCloud, right? Is that correct?
1: Yeah, so uh, BitSwap was the first uh, off-ramp to the BitCloud ecosystem. So it kind of like just started out as a hackathon project uh, after there was like no liquidity for the platform. So you could only buy it and there's been like hundreds of million dollars of buy-in into BitCloud, but there wasn't any way to sell. So I'm like, okay, there's these discord servers that are trading these uh, bait, bait cloud on a secondary market. What if I could automate that And then well, me and my co-founder Ari, we built that out and I immediately just put it out there like 12 hours later it hit a million dollar market cap for the binwa wow. token and had like instant like like validation that holy cow this is like a problem faced by a, a lot of people um, and yeah I've just like been building that since and uh, recently, you know, uh, we have like the exchange like fully built out and now um, really figuring out like where we want to take it in terms of the social token side. And actually recently um, I wanted to pivot uh, BitSwap to just a social token exchange as a whole. But, um, you know, uh, I've looked at the social token ecosystem like this is still very early. And it's like, if the uh, for exchange to exist it needs to be a market there. And I'm like, I don't want to just let it happen by itself. Like why not go ahead and pioneer uh, myself? and so that's kind of where i um i'm building out first like my own personal token and i think hopefully like pioneering a set standard for like um personal token launches and even building out like my own decentralized platform around that
0: yeah, it's like, I, I just love that you're actually being the user of your own product. And so much of the time, like solutions we see out there are like almost like an outside perspective of what a solution is, but like you're like right in there. Um, so do you want to go into like exactly what a social token is? And then we can go into, you know, like how, why people need to exchange it and what the ecosystem would look like.
1: Yeah, so social tokens are a class of cryptocurrencies that are focused more so on social utility, um, instead of purely just monetary value. What I think is a really cool paradigm when there's you know like utility built into a token. Um, and then it encompasses a wide range of different tokens, such as like community tokens, personal tokens, in my case, like creator coins. Um, um, and they come in like many, many different forms on the technological side, but ultimately it's like, okay, this, this token, it aligns with this one mission, whether that's a community or a creator. Um, and then the people who do partake in owning that token get the, the incentives built into that token. Um, and ultimately you can think of it like, hey, if there's a mission, everyone can ha- kind of have stake in that mission um, and then move towards uh, going there. And so it makes it so that, you know, if you do have like kind of like equity in this project or in this person, it's in your best personal interest to help it succeed, right? You are a part of it. And I think that's really cool as you start fract- fractionalizing people and missions yeah. Um, and yeah. That, and you know, you start to see like decentralized autonomous organizations uh, uh, come forth like these vibrant communities of like pseudonymous people, all just like shared and a shared interest of like helping propel like these communities forward. And I I think that what's next uh, is like with people, you know, uh, fractionalizing people and uh, (laughs) like personal tokens built around individuals.
0: So Web 3.0 has transformed what it means to be a creator in almost every sense. And right now in web 2.0, there's this disparity between creators, ownerships and the platforms they like are creating on essentially. So, you know, how do you see being like a human IPO? I have to put that in like bunny ears because legal stuff Um, as a new way for supporting creators. Like, is this going to be a new way for creators to get funded for, you know, their creative projects?
1: Yeah. um, I definitely think so. Uh, I think it's, One interesting thing is that for existing creators, uh, it allows them to, one, bring ownership over their content and monetization, yet allow them to get crowdfunded. And if you think about it, uh, we as individuals, you know, why do we, like, need money or uh, it's because we need to, like, support ourselves, right? And these are, like, our baseline needs. I think ultimately, like, technology is a medium towards like advancing us towards our like higher needs. Right. And once you have your basic, like physiological needs, like food and water met, which you buy with money, and then focus towards like, you know, your psychological needs and ultimately like self-actualization, which I think comes from like creative pursuits. Right. And this is like enabling creators to do so uh, through web 3.0. I think another interesting thing that like the idea of human IPO and quotation marks uh, <laughs> enables is like, I think uh, right now, creators so far on on the Web2 landscape, a lot of them are like content creators. And I think uh, a a theme that I hope to see and I will set forth myself is like just this like new authenticity and transparency into people. Like what I'm doing with like streaming my life 24 seven and just like tokenizing and like launching myself going public uh, is like I'm like a startup founder, someone who's young and I'd say relatively unconventional than other 17 year olds my age. And I just really want to just, document myself and put myself on, on chain, like, you know, all the struggles, all the successes along the way, I think it'd be so interesting. Like right now, this whole landscape of like, you know, I, I think like the literal creators, you know, founders, like startup founders are also creators too, but you don't, you barely see that now. I think you see the recent rise of like Gary Tan and Justin Khan, but yeah, I'd love to see like just people, just anyone, um, just really just documenting their lives and being able to monetize off of like their authenticity and showing like transparency into their processes, um, I think that's that's really cool. And it's kind of similar to how like with a company uh, when you are like a stakeholder within it, you get to see like you know it's transparency their financial reports. But mm-hmm. with people, I think you can uh, you can do very much the uh, something very similar. Um, but yeah, overall, yeah. I'm really excited about this future with uh, with like um, I have the whole theme of tokenizing people. Uh, one aspect that I really want to spearhead is like, there's so much dark talent in the world, right? And these are like potential creators, you know, they're not, they might not even have like the means to get started. I think the ability just to crowdfund individuals and be able to have like social stake within them and reap the benefits that they actuate is like just so cool. Right. If I can, if I can, you know, own a token of someone um, and like own their NFT and that helps them, you know, move out of India to, to go like work on building, like a fusion company, like that'd yeah. be so sick, right? Like enabling driven people to do cool shit in the world, I think, is uh what uh what tokenization uh is uh is gonna set forth.
0: Yeah, well. I'm so here for that, and I think that's like such a great explanation of what essentially like fractionalizing a human being could do and like when you say it that way it doesn't sound I guess as like whimsical as what you've just described but I think there's just so much potential here to like remove the barriers that would probably prevent somebody from creating like no matter where they come from or like you know their financial situation um just to essentially be able to offer yourself to the internet and to get people to like back your beliefs almost um But let's go into like exactly how a human IPO would work. Um, You know, how do you like define value in a context like that? When we're looking at something like a company, you know, usually the um, price of that company or that valuation of the company is, you know, validated by what it produces financially. And I'm starting to think that maybe the value side of, you know, a social token or like investing in a person is slightly different. What do you think?
1: So, yeah, there's um, obviously from a financial standpoint, uh, I, I know like previous uh, attempts at like human IPOs have been very financial. I know there's like an ISA model, but I actually want to avoid that entirely. One, because it uh, classifies the token as a security. <laughs> um, but two, I think it's just a sh- much more interesting and stronger thesis to go set for uh, a token with like great enough um, uh, social utility within it that it manifests itself into like, you know, monetary uh, utility too right like if you create a token that is very valuable that has like very appealing incentives whether that is like from like an entertainment standpoint like being able to like vote on decisions within my life which is what i'm doing or you know buying uh, or being able to access someone's time right like all of these different incentives like at scale and with enough consumers will be a lot of demand for such a token and uh, that will create like a lot of value and i think the, the thesis that I'm trying to like challenge is that with like great enough um, social utility and manifest into monetary utility. Um, but yeah, like the value right now, I mean, it's, it's, it's much more uh, abstract than let's say, you know, like an institution or whatever. Um, but if you think about it, like everything is very abstract and I guess like everything is based on the kind of like the idea of like legitimacy, which is uh, what like Vital- Vitalik Buterin defines, you know, like, Uh, Value is uh, literally, if if you think about it, like value is uh, uh, on the premise that everyone else believes that it has value, then you would have value. Um, And I I think there's a lot of crazy, crazy ideas that are going to come. This being one of them that challenge a lot of existing notions, like oh, where's the financial value? But I bet we're going to be born into a generation where it's just a norm soon, like very soon. And you've seen that as a theme with technology, and it's going to come time and time again. And really, like value itself is, is a lot, um, it's, it's it's social, right? It's beliefs yeah. between everyone. And and then if you want to bring social tokens to mainstream adoption, it's about, uh, it's, a, it's this adoption problem of like, you know, making it clear that, hey, this is something of value.
0: Yeah. It's like, I feel though so like value is actually kind of a relative term and it really depends on, you know, a human being and what they value themselves. But, you know, something that I thought was really interesting is like you mentioned earlier that, you know, you've had anxiety before and obviously you found your own solution to that, but do you have anxiety around, you know, social token holders essentially like having a say in your life, like how much power are people going to have? Like what happens if somebody owns like 51% of you, (laughs) you know, like these types of things. And I know that that's like, like way later down the road that we like, you know, we will actually see these things like happen in real life, but you know, how do you feel about token holders being able to control your life?
1: Yeah. I think it's an interesting paradigm that I think I have. I'm like crazy enough to do it. Well, yeah. I, I think I'd be relatively ch- chill enough to do it. Uh, I'm the type of person that, you know, I've talked a lot about anxiety and I think that's been a huge, uh, a huge motivator towards like what I want to do in life, right? Like being in a position of like that, like immense amount of anxiety growing up and everything just feeling impossible. And like if I had my younger self looking at like what I'm doing right now, it's like, I think he would like poop his pants, like, holy shit, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, it's a, it's, it's, it was like a really rough journey. And it's like, I, I kind of recognize and understand that mentality there. um, And like, since, since like breaking out of an overcoming of myself, which was like very, very difficult. um, I just constantly aspire to kind of like document my journey and my shortcomings and, you know, my struggles and put it out there because, you know, hopefully I think like authenticity is like the, like a way to inspire people. And I'm the type of person to put like a video, like a raw unedited video of me, like crying for 16 minutes talking about anxiety on the internet, which has like 5,000 views right now. Um, But yeah, it's like, that's just me. And I think transparency is like the, like authenticity is the new creative. I would so want to watch just like actual people instead of people like trying to craft an image of like how they want others to perceive it. I just want to, you know, I'm just a guy. Right, like and in front so, of like others, like I don't need to be like all always like so bubbly or you know always like showing like whatever aspect of myself. Like to be honest, I'm just like a guy who just like really passionate about like <laughs> what I want to do and I yeah. wanted to build this future where like we can just like enable people, right? Um and yeah, just documenting that journey, I think would be would be really sick. Um yeah, I I think there is like a bit nervous, you know, because it's like it's, it's it is a big thing to do, but. Um, I think uh, I think I've like I'm mentally preparing myself, uh, yeah. for it and yeah, setting everything now. <laughs>
0: I feel like you're <laughs> almost like offering yourself up to like the cause of what the future is gonna be and like a better way almost. and we kind of need like I guess trailblazers like you to kind of show that this is a model that can happen. And I think what's really interesting is like you know you're coming from a creator point of view with like a solution to something that all creators are having issues with right now. Like there's people who are like streaming their lives every single day, but I think that, um, you know, the way that the transactions have been going in terms of like funding that person's life has been kind of more transactional and like monetary based, and it's less of a, like an investment base. And I think like, you know, if you have people who want to support you, no matter what you do, like, it's such a great way to go around it. Um. So how are you handling the distribution of your token? Like, I can imagine that there's probably some tokenomics that have to be involved in this. And, you know, will it only be on sale on like your exchange first? Like, how's all that going to work?
1: Yeah, so I actually think that a great way and route to do so is actually um, crowdfunding individuals through NFTs. Uh, um, so, excuse me.
0: <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> so yeah,
1: I, I think that the... I think that the ideal approach to crowdfunding individuals is through NFTs. Um, and yeah, I'm uh, right now the project that I'm working towards is called Monument. And the idea is that um, like through these, through minting these artifacts of yourself, like these are just like uh, like authentic encapsulations of you within the moment. Like over time, you can build your life's monument of these just yeah. very scarce NFTs, and everything on chain is just like very significant to you. Um, and other people can like partake in, you know, uh, buying these, uh, NFTs, which directly supports you. And, um, what I want to do in terms of the initial distribution is to mint a Genesis block of NFTs that are just like, you know, a- about me, like about like my growth and progression over time, um, that has been like very significant to me. Um, and I mint that. And then from there, like, uh, once people, you know, over like a course of maybe like a week of like auctioning, I'll then, uh. You know, uh, accept all the offers, uh, and then basically, uh, once the NFTs have been bought, uh, the tokens uh, will be distributed to those holders initially. Um, so, yeah, that, I think that's the initial distribution, and alongside with that, um, I want to do a lot of like social distribution. I know that a lot of tokens, you know, they're like bought with monetary value, but I think that if I'm if if I'm tokenizing myself, and if there's a lot of social value built into the token, it should be exchanged for social value. I yeah. think uh I think the, there's like a lot of opportunity there for like, you know, distribution. Like say you really helped me uh grow on like Twitter, but that's like following, like retweeting myself. Maybe there's a opportunity to build in like, you know, like social rewards through my token um uh, for these different uh for these different users who have helped me. Um but yeah, I think uh that uh, like social distribution plus that initial um NFT genesis block for like crowdfunding my ability to like stay here in Silicon Valley and like keep on building um is really great and I'd of course like reserve you know a portion for myself uh so that I have like stake in myself (laughs) as well as um going ahead and like airdropping into like different mentors and like friends and family who uh, I just want to have like stake within me um yeah I think uh, I think that's the approach that I want to take.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty funny to like give your family a stake in yourself even though they've given birth to you. <laughs> like, I think that's just such like an interesting concept. Um but you know, like how do you think that social tokens will change how creators support one another? Like, I almost feel like it's no longer going to be a competition. It's more like, you know, actually like yes, me and this person are in the same field, but because we own social tokens of one another, like you know his success is like her success at the same time you know so it's like how do you think that's gonna change um, I guess like the environment or like the marketplace for creators to thrive together
1: yeah I think the whole theme of web three is positive some games um, and you know that's uh it's very beautiful right again like you said everyone has stake within each other frustraizing fake means that you're, you're like shared an interest and in success right and individuals I think no one can like if, if, uh, if the premise is that like the, the creators on web three will be more authentic, like authenticity and like you yourself, like no one can compete with Maxine on being a Maxine, you know, <laughs> and that uh, you can productize yourself or you are the, the product directly. Right? And I think that's, I think that's really cool. And there's like monetizations. I think, uh, the creators themselves will be able to build, um, build economies around them. Like you'd be able to Build in like these different like bounties and marketplaces for your tokens, right? Uh, people would be able to claim, you know, incentives with your tokens, but pe- you would also be able to like put out there um, I- interesting like payments through 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 your own token, right? Let's use an example of like a YouTube video, which I'm like a YouTuber, right? So if I wanted to, let's say, get a video edited, I'd put all like the footage out there, open source to everyone, and then everyone can edit the video. Um, and I would set up a bounty, or reward for the person who whose videos I choose from, right? And then you know everyone can put in their submissions. People can then curate, uh, curate uh, the uh, which one they think is best. And then maybe like let's say there's like a thousand digital tokens that's for the video. Maybe like eight hundred of them would go directly to the person I choose for the video, right? Yeah. Kind of like as a thank you. And then they're like, uh, uh, and twenty percent, maybe like two hundred would then go to everyone who has helped curated. And again, like the really interesting thing about that is not just like the creators, but like the supporters themselves are like incentivized to to do like great great work in terms of like adding a good video because they have stake in me, and like that video does well, it like helps contribute to my success and helps them win as well as they you know have stake there. Um, yeah, it's like it's all about alignment. It's all about like um, like fans and like just anyone like you know your favorite supporters. Being much more close to you and being a part of that creative journey, um, and it's much much more involved.
0: Yeah. So most like like instead of like World Wide Web, like www, it's like like Web Win Win. You know, I feel like everybody is like kind of striving towards this like ecosystem where we can all support one another and like this kind of like old paradigm of like how society is meant to work doesn't have to exist like as it is because there's just so many issues with it. Um, But okay, so let's just say there's other creators out there like I know you're, you're not the only person who like has done this like I think that's like you've probably been executing it in a way that we haven't seen before which is awesome but like, what's your advice for other creators considering doing a human token sale it sounds so dodgy when I say that like a human token sale but yeah like what what's your advice for people like that
1: yeah um, I would say I mean like framing it as a human token sale is kind of weird <laughs> yeah. um, I think uh, the first one is just like being mindful of like you know I want to make sure that everything I do is like legally compliant with the SEC, having built like a cryptocurrency exchange that's like something I have to be like yeah. very mindful of overall um yeah like like from there uh I think uh, there's a lot of existing pioneers who have been like building this space you can look at like Alex Mosmesh, who's like the initial one I think there's also like a guy named Kerman Um, a lot of different creators on like rally roll coinvise Um, i'm also gonna be like uh, building out my own platform for like creators especially like you know just like uh, entrepreneurs in general to like be a new type of creator i think founders are ultimately creators and it'd be so cool to document that process and i think tokenizing really bright high potential young um founders trying to build stuff and crowdfunding would be a really cool thing to see um but yeah it's a what I'm building is you can check it out like monument.app and I'll probably be uh, like putting out a lot more content uh, on like the launch too. But yeah, like you can watch my own token. I hope to just define like a personal token standard and build out all the infrastructure and use cases um, to make it very clear on how like you can also launch your own. Um, but yeah, like if you're interested also in like <laughs> keeping up with everything, you can also follow me on uh, Twitter at 0
0: Cool. Um, all right, great. So the token's going to be available on the 21st of August. And are you saying that people can go purchase the token on monument.app, monument.app? So
1: you can, um, the token, Oh, I'm. it will not be directly purchasable. It would be through like, you know, uh, you can go and bid on different like NFTs, right? Like these are oh, like collectible assets yeah. that signify that, hey, you have like backed me uh, and like crowdfunded. Uh, be to you know be able to create when I was like 17 or 18 years old. Right. And you would always have that asset and you would get, you know, that those tokens. But afterwards it would be also like social distributions, as I mentioned before, of like claiming social incentives. Um, I think also naturally like uh, whether or not like I want to control it, there'd also be like a secondary market, probably yeah. like a Uniswap swap pool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm like really just focusing on like you know like social value here in terms of like obtaining a token, which I think is awesome. A, so Better use case than just like paying money for something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on Prosper Podcast. I can't wait to see like all the work you're going to be doing. Um, I want to do like a quick, I guess, like round of questions and like 60 seconds with you. Um, So, like, the whole aim of this is for you to just give like really short answers to um, questions. So, it's just kind of like your first ever, I guess, like point of view on what I'm going to ask you. Are you ready?
1: Yeah, sure. Let's do this. Okay, <laughs>
0: great. So it's on. Um, so is Web 3.0 about to blow up or still maturing?
1: I think it needs a bit more time to mature, but it's, it's, like, it's kind of like on that edge. It's like the tangent, it's like starting to go like extremely exponential. So yeah, I, I think it's on the verge of blowing up.
0: Okay, so what's like one creator economy startup that someone should know?
1: So uh, I, I definitely got to shout out like Moon Bounce. It's, I'm actually thing of the house because they're building on top. They're building basically like that social incentive layer uh, so in terms of like, you know, rewarding uh, people for, for helping grow my social uh, value. Um, uh, and yeah, I've got to shout them up for uh, hosting me at their house.
0: Okay, cool. And um, what's more powerful, social value or monetary value?
1: I mentioned before that I think with great enough social value, it would be like there would be demand for it and thus there would be monetary value. So I think social value.
0: Awesome. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I hope to have you again soon, like in the future when everything's launched.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Maxine. It was a great uh, talking with you. do it know.